Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. There are 57 rule changes in 55 departments and agencies designed to track people in regards to their particularly religious exemptions. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Holly, this is very disturbing. Under the Biden administration, 55 departments and agencies have promulgated 57 rules that actually require tracking and storage in the National Archives of specific personal identifiable information, particularly with regards to an individual's religious or even spiritual advisors, religious exemptions or even spiritual advisors or institutions. Let's look at, for example, the FEC, the Federal Elections Commission. And this is just one of the 55, remember that. Now, this, wait, this, this applies to what, employees, interns, contractors, people working in these different in departments? In the FEC, they're all a little different, but all of them are going to apply to employees. Some of them will apply, like in the FEC, to people who are visiting the building that are not employees. So if you go into one of these government buildings and to get access, you have to have a proof of vaccination, for example. To get in the building. To get in the building. Okay. Or you attend an event, for example. Say the USDA has an event that they are sponsoring, and it's not in their building, but it's an event. To attend that particular event, conference, whatever it may be, it's tracking those individuals as well. So definitely employees and sometimes non-employees, depending upon the specific rule. But it's very, very broad. So, so let's look at the FEC as a specific example. Okay, so these employees or contractors or even visitors say, I don't want to get the shot, I want a religious exemption, then they track them. Then they track them. They go into a database. That database is stored forever in the National Archives. With all the information with on With all the information. Person. Okay. So with regards to the Federal Elections Commission, it launched its new database to keep dossiers on religious people who request exemptions, but it doesn't just stop there. It can also include uh, a pastor, a priest, a rabbi can have their details included in this federal database. These are not employees. These may be individuals who, for example, gave a letter uh, supporting a person's religious beliefs. It can also include information that they provide with regards to spiritual guidance. And anyone who participates in an FEC program or activity. So it's not just employees. It's not just going into the building, but it's an FEC program or activity. So if you're coming to that, they're going to survey you. So the forms right now, for example, for the FEC, uh, it includes information uh, regarding forms, correspondence, records of oral conversations. Listen to that. They will document records of oral conversations that they have with you and supporting notes as well as documentation associated with an informal dispute resolution or appeal process, which would, could include your exemption. Uh, shockingly, the FEC plans to keep uh, people's files, uh, information that is obtained directly or indirectly, I'm quoting now, 
from an individual's religious or spiritual advisors or institutions. So this sounds like communist China. Yeah. So let me read that again. Some of the information that will be stored permanently in the National Archives will be, quote, information that is obtained directly or indirectly from an individual's religious or spiritual advisors or institutions. That does sound like communist Absolutely. countries where they want to track your religious affiliations and beliefs. So this means that if a member of the clergy writes a letter as an example, vouching and or supporting the sincere religious belief of an employee or a participant in one of the FEC's activities, that letter will be permanently stored in this government database or if a visitor to the FEC mentions in passing that a particular church that they attend, this information verbally can also become part of this agency's electronic files and stored there forever. Wow. So Why now, would they want something like that? Yeah, that, that's, that's interesting. They want all of our data, which that, we, you know, like we talked when we interviewed Dr. Naomi Wolf, you know, what, two years ago, she was already talking about this whole the vaccine passports, everything was all about getting your data. And here's another example. So they say now, if a federal agent believes that there is any, quote, potential violation of the law, close quote, the agent may share that with any, quote, federal, state, local, foreign or tribal governments. So the individuals can be prosecuted. Now, OK, obviously, we're not supporting people who break the law. But put it in this context. You file for a religious exemption. The religious exemption is either granted or not granted. But in this case, say, for example, it's not granted. And you come to work or you're going to a restaurant and now one of the agents there gets information that you are actually going to a restaurant, say, in New York City that requires, because of the mayor's order, a proof of vaccination, and you're going to a restaurant that you don't have proof of vaccination, that would be something that would be a potential violation of law. And this person can then turn you into other state, federal, local, foreign, or tribal governments for potential prosecution. Well, the question is, Holly, you have to ask the, yourself, why do they want this information? Why do they want to have databases in all these agencies and departments as to who is filing for religious exemptions? The more information you have, the more control you have of the people. But, you know, now that we have your attention, we don't want to just sit and shudder in our boots. Isn't there a bill out yes, to stop this? There is. There's the Religious Freedom Over Mandate uh, Mandates Act. It acts. It's H.R. 6502. H.R. 6502. It's called the Religious Freedom Over Mandates Act. And we are hoping this would be a bill that would be passed that would stop all the funding of these databases because some of those are already in process. What they did, the Army was the very first one to start tracking, and they started doing this last year. Mm -hmm. And some of these did the same thing that Biden did on the OSHA and other mandates. They bypassed the public comment period, and they declared it an emergency, and therefore they went into effect immediately. Mm -hmm. So there's no public comment time. There's a few that still have public comment time. Bottom line is the public comment time is very short, and in some cases the public comment time is even gone because they bypassed it. 
Again, they use COVID as an excuse to get to people's information. Right. So a lot of these are already in existence. So this particular Religious Freedom Over Mandates Act would say we as a federal government will not fund any of these databases and it will shut them down across the board. Mm -hmm. And that's what we hope to do. You can go to lcaction.org, lcaction.org. We have a petition there on that website, lcaction.org. And we also have some ability to create faxes to send to these departments where there's still public comment time or certainly to these members of Congress to pass this Religious Freedom Over Mandates Act. Now let's look at some others. And, and again, we don't have time to go through all 55 agencies, but, but let me look at the USDA uh, and also the Department of Justice. They also have it. Of course, they all have it. So the USDA, all USDA employees or contractors, grantees, experts, consultants, students, interns, and others performing or working on a contract, service, grant, cooperative agreement, or other assignments also will be tracked. So it's far beyond employees. Wow. If you're a consultant, if you're a student, and who are the others? It doesn't say. But those would be people, I think, that would attend a USDA sponsored event or perhaps enter a USDA facility. It, it covers uh, also any employees of the Department of Justice, um, any congressional office of the individuals, federal, state, and local government, as well as foreign governments. And it goes on and on. It says the fact that these bills, uh, these databases, are getting information on people's religious beliefs is shocking, and we must stop it. And it says here, the USDA, if there is a quote-unquote security breach, this rule gives the USDA full power to listen to this. Share information from this database to anyone the leadership deems reasonable. Anyone. Anyone. That is shocking. That doesn't just limit it to the public agency right. sharing with another public agency or law enforcement. We have anyone. got to stop this. They could share yeah. this with, say, Planned Parenthood. They could share it with other oppositions to your ideological views. Right. And under this administration, certainly, I would not doubt that one bit. Right. So go to lcaction.org, lcaction.org, and support the Religious Freedom Over Mandates Act. You can learn more about it there. You can send faxes and sign petitions to stop these databases now, lcaction.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. Call us at 407-875-1776. The website again, lc.org.